the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Your daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump will be in Georgia tonight campaigning for two Republican senators facing runoff elections in January. Senator David Perdue is one of them. He told the Salem Radio Network. The president's coming for one reason, that's to get the vote out. We have to protect what we've accomplished under President Trump the last four years. The regulatory work, the energy work, the tax work the banking work that produced this economic turnaround that we've enjoyed. Alabama Republican Congressman Mo Brooks says the president did not lose the presidential election in contested states. In my judgment, if only lawful votes cast by eligible American citizens are counted, President Trump handily won the Electoral College and second term as president. And the president and his legal team continue a number of legal challenges to some of the election results. On Wall Street Friday, a booming session took the Dow up above the 30,000 mark after a 248-point gain. This is SRN News. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800 482 8399. We're here with another satisfied JTR roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. Uh, I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Oh, they took her jib! Hey, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Good morning. Bright day outside. My office. I often talk about this place. I broadcast to you from my office here at St. Cloud State University. Uh, and my office is uh, right along the Mississippi River. I can see I can see the water. There's still open water on the river. Um, 
yes, there was a time long ago when I risked uh, life, maybe limb, uh, walking across the river when it was frozen. And sort of in the middle of it, I realized I am never doing this again. Uh, it was pretty it, – it was not my brightest moment. But at any rate, uh, it's a, it's one of those things where I can't even keep the windows up in the morning because it, most most of the year because the sun just beams right in. I'm facing almost due east um, here along the river. Uh, but it, as we hit toward the uh, sol- winter solstice – the sun's moving further and further south, and it's now gone around the corner of the build, the corner of my windows, so that I can now keep it open twenty four seven, and I'll be able to do that for about the next six seven weeks, and then I'll have to go back to protecting my eyes during the morning, uh, and and closing it. Um, it is a nice morning. Good good morning. It is job Saturday here on the King Banyan Show, and and yeah, was the jobs report disappointing? It is. Maybe not in the way that people are talking about it. I think there's been some pretty good commentary. Um, We'll have several clips of that commentary for you uh, here on the show afterward. Uh, But we're going to spend a lot of time digging into this jobs report because people want to tell, part of me wants to say it's, I I like the phrase that uh, I heard one person use, um, uh, uh, I heard, you know, one. I heard one phrase people used, which was that, um, what, which was that it's backward looking, and I've heard another phrase to say, well, does this violate the idea that this is a V-shaped recovery? And I, I would say, I would say, no, it doesn't violate that because the v shape the the v part of this is basically the demand side and the demand side of this economy continues to move in the ways you might expect uh we shut things down we told people not to shop we told people to to worry 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 um we still tell people to worry but i think in large people are adjusting there was an interesting, interesting article in the uh, New York Times. I think it's, it was either yesterday or maybe even this morning. I saw it this morning at any rate, uh, which was a survey. I wouldn't consider it particularly scientific, but a survey of epidemiologists and what kinds of things they're doing. And what was interesting was about half of epidemiologists who, as you read this article, probably are some of the most risk-averse people you would you would know in that Believably so. They probably know more about viruses than than you and I do, and they probably they probably got to know more about viruses because they were interested, fascinated by them, and maybe that reflects uh, maybe that reflects the fact that they uh, have some natural risk aversion regarding getting sick. Okay, pop psychology at at, at its very worst. I I, I agree. But I think there's a kernel of truth to that. But even half of them say, I run errands to the store if I need to. They won't go to the doctors. Well, about a third of them will go to, a, to see a doctor for a non-urgent thing. About half of them are doing shopping, and about two-thirds of them say, yeah, I go outside and, and visit with people uh, and so forth. I, I, you know, I myself run outside um uh, when i run by people i notice we i notice some people try to avoid me by six eight ten feet that seems quite reasonable i see people see me coming and they tr- they look for a way to cross the street i say that might be overdoing it but it's your life i'm not offended by that uh if you choose to do so um anyway why does that relate to demand if you read the payroll survey, the payroll survey said that, that jobs were up only 245,000. I think the more important number to look at is the fact is the private sector numbers because that number and the month then the month before's numbers were all held down by the layoffs of of the census workers. The census of course came to a close and pretty much all of the temporary workers are gone now. 
So the number when we do the jobs report on the 9th of January, next time we do we do jobs Saturday, not the 2nd, it'll be the 9th, um, when we do it then, the numbers likely be a little bit better. This month and the previous month had this noise running through it. Okay, this this had noise running through it. Um, and, but that noise was that, so if you took out 99,000 government sector jobs, which were mostly the census workers, a little bit of that might be some laid off uh, workers from uh, school districts because of uh, closing of schools and perhaps layoffs among um, probably not the teachers themselves, but maybe the uh, paraprofessionals working alongside them, maybe the, the workers in the cafeterias. Um, those places may, in fact, have have contributed about 13,000 uh, job loss there. But by and large, we were going to be under ninety to 100,000 jobs just because of the census. So you were working at a deficit anyway. So if I look at the private sector... That's 344,000 jobs added. That's not too shabby. But it has two important parts to it that affect the demand side. One, one of course, is the closing, the reclosing of restaurants and bars, which has just completely turned upside down the the uh, the workers in that industry. Uh, we'll we'll get we'll get a little bit more at that. But if you look at the at at hospitality and leisure, they added almost half a million jobs in September as more and more places were opening up, and then they added another quarter million jobs in October. And now they've pretty much added nothing, and probably in December, my expectation is that number will be negative. Because these, because some of the some of the closures of restaurants and bars didn't begin. Twelfth, which would have been two weeks before, two weeks before Thanksgiving, right? So that would have been the week of of November 9th. So if your shutdown started, you know, after on or after November sixteenth. That restaurant was still open. If it's now closed, Minnesota would be an example of this, by the way. If it's now closed, then you're going to find that those workers have been just completely turned upside. That those workers' lives have been turned upside down. The other thing to note is that the retail sector has not had nearly the growth it normally has. So normally, and I was playing with non-seasonally adjusted data on the retail side. Right, there's a lot of demand for retail in the fourth quarter because people are buy- are typically buying gifts for the holidays. But I didn't see much in the way of uh, shopping happening on on uh, Thanksgiving Day uh, or Thanksgiving evening. Okay, I I knew I have no family members I know of who were lined up in front of a mall or a, a, a big box retailer waiting to get those items. There, yes, we'll go through we'll go through the data in some detail here uh, uh, after the break. But but there were, of course, people shopping online instead. And yes, there's some add to workers. Uh, this uh, yesterday's uh, or this morning's Wall Street Journal. Forgive me for moving around on the uh, on the uh, while I'm trying to talk to you here. But here's this morning's Wall Street Journal. If you have yours, if not, I'll tweet this graphic to you at the break. Nice graphic showing the sectoral breakdown. Big increases in the number of uh, added workers who are couriers and messengers. An increase in warehouse and storage. Some increase in other transportation workers. Those have collectively, in November, added about 125,000 jobs. But... On the retail side, general merchandise on a seasonally adjusted basis fell about 20,000 workers in November. That doesn't mean that we didn't add workers for the holidays. It means we added less than we normally do in a November. 
And most of the hiring ad now, which used to be happen in October, a lot of that, if you look at the look at the non-seasonally adjusted data over time, the ad in hiring in October has declined. The ad of hiring in November has increased because they really do focus more and more on that weekend, on that Black Friday, Shop Small Saturday, uh, or Small Business Saturday, whatever you call it, and so forth. They really have focused on that particular weekend, and that didn't happen so much. And so if I look at the, on the retail side, general merchandise is down a little bit, but down 20000 but the bigger number was on other retail, not not the big boxes, but the small places where they lost uh, 38,000 jobs. So set aside leisure and hospitality, okay? Set, set that aside, and you can see that that, that, decrease, uh, that decrease is pretty significant on, uh, on, 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 the, on the retail side because people are, in fact, shifting their shopping. So that's the demand piece. The demand piece is shopping. And we're seeing the movement of workers between sectors. We'll take you through some, some more data in just a moment. But, but we're seeing the shifting of workers moving out of standing around in a big box and instead standing around a warehouse putting things on trucks or getting into a, a delivery vehicle and dropping things at the, at the door. Okay, there's both job, there's both creative destruction. There's creative destruction. There is destruction, but there is some creation. And that's all being driven by the demand of people who don't want to necessarily go out to eat, that don't necessarily want to walk into a store and stare at uh, a bunch of TV screens to decide which one would be nice in their house. They're doing that from home now. But they probably still want to walk into the Costco or the Walmart or the Target to pick up those few items that they need for the house right now. And they need a few more of those items as they get prepared for the holidays. So those places are not doing nearly as badly. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Stay tuned for more of The King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Business 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Hear the soundtrack of the season at TheFishTwinCities.com. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Christmas classics and contemporary favorites brought to you all season long by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Arby's Computer. Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and 
solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own. Whether it's for your personal system or business, Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like pennies and pinching. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440, Job Saturday. We are cooking through the uh, economic data that we can find in the jobs reports. Remember, if you're a listener to the King Banyan Show, first of all, um, you can always find us at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Always find us there. So if you're, if you're not by a radio, uh, you can always listen online. If you're busy during your, the usual 9 to 11 period on Saturday, hey, it's okay. We replay on Sunday. If you miss us both on Saturday Sunday, that's okay. There's a podcast. You can always find the show anytime you want. Uh, and I'm, a, as someone that basically lives by podcasts um, in terms of receiving information, uh, I am a, I'm a huge fan of, of, of that whole industry. Uh, and I would, I would tell you, we'd love to see you subscribe to our podcast. That'd be, you know, and then you can listen to us at your leisure. Um, rather than this particular period of time. By the way, and we are your live, 651-289-4477. If you have questions or comments, 651-289-4477. Wyatt will take your call. Um, so I have been, I, I don't normally set up the jobs reports, but I was saying, if you listen to the show, you know the jobs reports are two reports, right? There's the... We just talked some about the employ about the establishment survey, which is the survey that's done by looking at businesses and the size of their payrolls and the industries they're in and how much they're paying, how many people are working overtime, how many hours in general are your workers working. That's all that information to get out of the out of the payroll survey. I'm using the word demand today, and I'm calling that the demand side of this equation in the sense of the demand for labor, not the demand for goods and services. Although, if you took my, my principles of economics course, I would t- one of the first things I teach when I get around to talk about labor markets is that labor demand is a derived demand. By that I mean that the demand for labor is derived from the demand for the goods that the labor produces. Businesses demand labor. They are the ones going into the marketplace and trying to find workers who can do the jobs that they ha- that they have that they need to get done because they found a buyer for a product that they know how to produce, or for a service that they know how to deliver. As, as so, my focus in the previous segment on retail and on delivery and and so forth is simply to say that the demand for the workers that we're looking at in the marketplace is a function of the types of things that people want to buy and the means by which they want to buy them. Okay? I I barely ever walk into a store anymore. I want to support stores. I particularly want to support local sellers of, of particular things that I like. There's a... There's a sweet little store that does uh, that sells board games in downtown St. Cloud. I want to make sure they continue. I want to make sure my friend that sells spas continues. The problem with that is I can only buy one spa. I probably, I guess I could buy a second one, but I'm not sure exactly why I would. I don't know, I think I need two of them in my house. Um, okay, but I want to buy things from local local people. I want to shop small and so forth. But I'd like to do that in a way that is safer. And so I barely ever walk into stores anymore. 
I, you know, I have a lovely restaurant that I like to do business with where the owner of the restaurant walks my order out to my car and puts it in, you know, I rolled down the passenger seat window. She puts it in the passenger seat um, because occasionally I drive a little faster than I should. I actually put the seat belt over the food because I don't want it to tip over. It is precious cargo. It's delicious food. And I want to make sure it all gets home. We do that where we can. But then we also want to have a lot of stuff that's delivered. And while I'm sitting here talking to you, I've got someone running an order for me at another store who's going to deliver it to my wife while I'm on the air. Our decisions about how, not just what we're going to buy, but how we're going to buy it is driving demand. There is, we've talked on this show, there is not a shortage of disposable income in this economy. Yes, there's a stimulus bill that probably is going to get passed. This report probably helped that. We'll talk about that in a moment. But there are elements of the economy that are doing reasonably well. Um, yesterday after the jobs report, Dana Peterson, she is the chief economist for the conference board, talked about the fact that there are sectors of the economy that actually haven't done badly at all because while we might be changing how we buy stuff, we're still buying goods and we're still wanting to live at our houses. Heck, we want to live, we're spending more time at home, so we are looking for people to improve our homes and the construction industry's done pretty well, as she points out. Let's play Dana Peterson's cut, please. Um, but I would say that there's still quite a bit of upside in terms of manufacturing and construction. Um, we saw job gains in those areas and certainly the PMIs and the housing starts and uh, sales data portended those things happening. Um, so if anything, those are kind of the new trends in construction and manufacturing, but certainly not in retail. And I think that there's definitely going to be stickiness in terms of these trends, even beyond the pandemic. In particular, if you look at the, uh, if you look at the employment in, um, if you look at employment in, in the goods producing sector, up 55,000 this month, about half of what it was in October at 107, although I think some of that was noisy. Construction was up 72,000 last month, which was an, almost a blowout number. Very, very large. A very, very large number. Uh, but uh, up 27,000 in, in, in November on a seasonally adjusted basis. That's, that's a pretty good number. Manufacturing up the same 27,000 versus 33,000 in October. And much of that now in durable goods, up 22000 uh, in the month. People are still buying big ticket items. They're buying, they're, they're, they're buying cars. In fact, we added 15,400 work, 15, 15, workers in motor vehicle and parts employment. That's a pretty good number. In fact, it's probably a little larger than normal. They're still good. They're still on the good side of the economy. There's demand for those things. And that tells me that in terms of providing additional stimulus and sending money out, I'm not a huge fan of the the $1,200 stimulus checks. I do think that some money that goes to extend uh, extended unemployment compensation for those that have been laid off due to the pandemic, it which which is in which is in the bill in the. Uh, in the uh, uh, proposed stimulus bill that uh, the bipartisan group came out with, that's still there at about 180,000, uh, 180, excuse me, 180 billion dollars. Uh, there's still a refinancing of PPP loans at near three 300 billion dollars. I'm actually okay with both of those, and I will tell you why. If I didn't think the, the, the money, if I didn't think that a vaccine would be effective for us sometime in the middle of the second quarter of 2021, I would say, man, you could be throwing an additional bunch of money down the rat hole and we're just kicking the can down the road. But there is an advantage to having people wait if it should turn out that the, that the vaccine allows us to re resume, have people increase their demand 
for these other activities, and particularly in those other retail items, the small shops, the, the restaurants, the bars. It makes sense to keep those places afloat if all it's going to take is three, three to six months of additional support. Okay? And you'll say, yeah, but we already given them six months, okay? You're listening to an economist talk, so you have to know this next sentence is coming. Sunk costs are irrelevant. Yes, we spent money th- we spent money back in the CARES Act at the end of March. And I think at the end of March many of us thought by the end of 2020 this is mostly going to be over and we're going to be fine. And, you know, this isn't that big a deal. Okay, yes, there were there were Cassandras out there who were saying, "Oh no, this will affect us for years." Neither side was right. Those who were optimistic and thought this was a 4 to 6 month thing, I think now have to say that they were wrong. I think the Cassandras also have to say that they they gave us too pessimistic a forecast. As we get closer and closer, as we're reading stories about Pfizer's approval in the UK and that sometime next week they're going to get approved here in the United States, and yes, I, I may talk a little bit at the end of the show about, about the reduction in the number of doses they're sending um, that... That's an interesting story in of itself. But we're talking about things that might shift things by a matter of a few weeks. All right? I wouldn't want to be engaged in this kind of relief plan for years to come. But I got reason to believe, based on all everything I can see, that things really are going to be different in six months. And I'm willing to do a little bit to get through those next six months that I might not want to do if it turned out it was going to be two years. You may have a different opinion. You call me about that. 651-289-4477. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills, but let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage, a special tool that would help you build the bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It is only the rest of your life. Are you prepared for it? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing retirement income and the risks that need to be overcome during your golden years. Alan Mike will share with you how to create a sustainable income strategy. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on Business 1440. Or you can call them right now with your questions at 855-231-6010. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800 555 2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? 
we'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Thank you for spending time with us today. So, so the demand side, again, I say we are, I haven't even talked about the fact that the number of cases we see day by day are increasing. We see increases in uh, the number of lockdowns, which to me, you know, I, I'll use a I'll use a twenty five cent word. My dad used to tell me never to do this, but he says we can say it simply, say it more simply. You should say it, but I'll give you the big the I'll give you the twenty five cent word. Lockdowns are endogenous. Endogenous means that they are actually being determined by other things in the system. They are not they are not an independent force on the economy. Do they have some marginal impact above and beyond? people's decision on reading the case numbers to stop going to stores, bars and restaurants, movies and so forth. Yeah. I think they have some, but I think it's really small. I've talked before about the study, there's a there nice nicely done study of the border between Iowa and Illinois. Iowa did not have nearly the level of uh legal restrictions on economic activity that Illinois did last spring and early summer, yet the decrease in uh, activity on both sides of the border was almost identical, maybe maybe 5%, 6% more. Yes, at the margin, lockdowns matter, but that margin is just not as big, I think, as people believe, okay? So I think that we're going to see you know, the next couple months of these, of this, on this demand side to continue to be kind of slow. Um, Ellen Zentner, she is the chief economist uh, at Morgan Stanley, or chief U.S. economist. She, she, she's not their, their chief economist overall, but she's the chief economist at the U.S. desk for Morgan Stanley. Uh, Was on Bloomberg here uh, yesterday and says, look, that this number is going to continue to slow down over the next few the next few months. So let's go ahead and play that cut, please. Thanks. You know, for for me, there's a there's a story that's missing in that that V-shaped recovery. Um, and to me, it's you know, when you open up from nothing to something, it's a very big jump in activity. Uh, and this was not a cyclical downturn. This was a structural downturn. So the way the virus would play out, the way vaccine development would play out, the way the economy opens up, that's what's dictating that V-shape in the economy. Where I am still greatly disappointed and where I think there's still a lot of heavy lifting to do is exactly what Chair Powell and the Fed are looking at as well. I'm looking at women's labor force participation rates. I'm looking at the unemployment rate of minority communities, of the unemployment rate of those that are concentrated in low-wage paying service sectors that are going to see longer-term damage from this. And so I do think that there is a great need and focus uh, on further fiscal support so that these longer-term unemployed folks don't leave the labor market altogether. Because if that's the case, then it doesn't matter that we got a V-shaped recovery uh, it's going to matter that longer run potential growth has been damaged. Um, later on the, or actually last night on Wall Street Week, uh, uh, yes, last night, uh, Jillian Tett, who's one of my favorite writers, she's a writer at uh, at the Financial Times, uh, and uh, and she had this to say about that that kind of damage because this is not a demand side issue. This is actually a supply side issue, and I think this is th- there's a real tension in how we're thinking about this that I think that I think Jillian's comments really uh, point out. Let's play that, please. 
Well, there's been a lot of hope amongst policymakers that the economy was like a laptop. And we all in, almost unconsciously borrow the laptop metaphor to describe what's happening because we're so used to this idea if something goes wrong with our laptop or our phone, we simply just switch it off, reboot it, and it starts up again identically. And that's been the metaphor a lot of people have wrongly borrowed, including the government, to describe what was going on. The reality is that actually, since our economy, laptop, has been switched off, all kinds of damage has been done to the software, and that just is not going to be able to be reversed quickly. There's good things happening as well in terms of the digital penetration. And that's a lot of what the things that the stock market is celebrating right now, the fact that tech has become so deeply embedded and accelerated in terms of transformation in the business um, community. So when she's talking about that, when Ted's talking about that, what I... My interpretation of it has been has been on the other side. So we've talked a lot about labor demand, and labor demand is a drive demand. And as money comes into the system, and there's plenty of money out there, people are people are still buying goods and services. Manufacturing's growing, construction is growing. What's missing are those manual services. Okay, so if you're running a gym or you're running a you're running a you're uh, uh, you're 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 running a uh, hair salon or a nail salon. You're getting slammed because you haven't found a way to deliver that 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 service in a way that people feel confident that they can receive the service because they probably still want that service, but they're afraid of the co- they're they're afraid of the the infection, and so they they are staying away for now. Okay, I have yet to go into get my hair cut since last January. My wife's been cutting my hair all this time. It turns out she's pretty good at it. I never let her touch it, though, until until uh, March. And then and, and, and she's she just cut it this week. It's the fourth time she's cut it, I think, or fifth time she's cut it. And I would argue she's getting better at it, and it's working just fine. That's how I think about a couple questions I got asked on Twitter here this morning. Uh, use the hashtag pound KBRS if you want to reach out to us through Twitter. Pound KBRS. Um, uh, one from Ken and Champlin says, "Hey, I went to, I went to. Uh, let me find, let me find it exactly. Went to Southdale Mall yesterday, three weeks before Christmas. Place was a ghost town. Every store I went to had more employees than shoppers. Well, guess what, Ken? That's probably not going to continue. All right, there's going to be a layoff of workers after the holidays." There will be a layoff of workers after the because it happens every year. My guess is that's the part that's going to cut more than ever. Whatever, okay, uh, I've had conversations regarding, you know, how much inventory these places are holding and so forth. But we also saw in the last week, Ken, a story in which UPS is telling the places that are shipping goods using like the Gap and Nike is there were two of them that were mentioned those con- those contracts for pick up my stuff and get it to my customers are written months in advance i know because my family has background I, my family has background in two areas restaurants and shipping <laughs> and and the shipping side of my family has been talking about this for a while and saying, guess what? We're not, there's going to be tremendous bottlenecks. We can't find enough workers. We can't find enough trucks. We can't, there's all kinds of things that are happening there. Okay. So is it a decline in the malls in general or the impact of the pandemic? I say, yeah, it's actually both. No matter what we no matter what we may think about what happens on the other side of the pandemic, there are some of us that have learned to shop online and learned to get groceries online, learned how to get I mean, I had uh I had an Uber driver deliver me food through Uber Eats for the first time a couple of weeks ago. And I and that was the first time I'd done it. I've done it twice since because it's like, gosh, that's really easy. Uh it works pretty nicely. Um I think that's gonna you know I'm trying to support my local my local place, but I'm also le- leaking money to Uber, and some of that money is coming out of that that uh, restaurant's profit. So part of me feels bad about the fact that I'm using Uber Eats to get the food, but it's like, well, you're getting something out of this. Better than nothing, I I hope I would think, and so forth. Um, and, and that so that's happening. Frank asks, 
tremendous question. I don't know that I'm going to have another chance to get to it, so I'll just hit it here quickly. Warner Brothers announced this week that they are going to simultaneously release their entire movie, new movie catalog for 2021 in the theaters, assuming that the theaters are open and that people will go to them. But they're going to simultaneously release all of their first-run movies on HBO Max. Frank asked, you know, um, will the theaters, theaters have survived other near-death experiences, the VCR, streaming services generally. Um, Will they survive this one? I I don't know. I mean, let me just say, I, I have no idea. I can tell you this much. I think there are things I watch. I, I mean, there are movies I've watched in the last six to eight months where at the end I said to myself, because I've got time, right? Uh, I've looked later and said to myself, gosh darn it, I wish I had seen that on a big screen. I do not own a very big TV. I'm not going to go buy a, a 72-inch screen just because of COVID. Um. I'd like to go back to a theater because I, I'm with Frank. I love going to the movies. I love going to a theater to see things uh, because I like the experience of the dark room. I like the experience of the huge screen where where I'm catching some things in my peripheral vision that I then have to turn to. I love action movies, as you might be able to tell. I'm not watching arty movies very much. Um, those I can watch on my TV at home. Uh Those are the things that are changing. But, and here's the point that I want to pivot to. That's just one arm of the the scissors of supply and demand. When Ellen Zentner talked about the, you know, women talked, you know, and and people of color uh, and and the slower labor market in those areas, Two factors apply there. One, they're in those areas where manual services are, are, are happening more. But there's also the problem that labor supply is being disrupted, f- particularly for women, because, because this is just how things seem to be. When your child is being told they have to stay home from school and study remotely, it is usually the female of the household who is making the adjustment to their labor supply in order to take care of the child. Some of us have enough money to send our kids to private schools. Others of us might have enough money to put our kids in a pod uh, and then uh, hire a private tutor to work with them during the day so that we can all, we can all go to work in our normal ways. Some of us have jobs that we can do from home and telecommute. That's all possible. But there's a big chunk of our population that doesn't have that opportunity. And that's not a problem with derived demand for labor. That's a problem that their own lives have been disrupted in a way that they cannot supply to us the labor that we are used to receiving from them. And that's why the labor force participation rate is dropping. We'll dig into that data in the last segment of this first hour of the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. Thanks to Genesis 950, I can have guests for the holidays without the shame of pet stains and odors. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can even be used in a carpet cleaning machine. And it's green, so it's safe for my family and pets. Before you purchase new carpets, you must try Genesis 950. It's made in America. One gallon of industrial-strength Genesis 
950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for floors, bathrooms, kitchens, garages, grease stains, wheels, tires, decreasing engines, and upholstery. Need a holiday gift for a pet owner? They will love Genesis 950. It's available on Amazon. However, if you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you will receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and discount using code SALEM. That's Genesis950.com. Genesis950.com. Get a $4,000 whole house water softener system for just $2,000 through this special offer from Commerce Water and this station. The Vortex whole house water softener from Commerce Water eliminates hardness and chlorine with just one tank, saving you money, water, and resources. The result is crystal clear, soft, odor-free water. There's only one of these half-price water systems. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, then Half Price Offers, or call the station now at 651-289-4413. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520. 800-218-9520-800-218-9520. That's 800-218-9520. She can help you navigate rush hour traffic, even update your shopping list. But most impressive of all, she knows where to find straightforward conversations on investing. Just ask Alexa to play Business Radio 1440. Twin Cities Business Radio. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. We were going to write something flashy about streaming us at Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple too. Listen to Business 1440 at Radio.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. It's obvious Job Saturday is going to spill into hour two, so I hope you'll stick with us over the over the top of the hour because uh, we're just going to start. We're going to dig into this idea that the school piece that I told you about, and particularly the impact it's having on on working mothers and I'm and particularly thinking about working mothers who are in the service sector who probably need to go to work who probably don't have the wherewithal to hire a tutor to watch their child and make sure that they're doing their schoolwork I was talking to I was talking to my son last night my grandson is uh, my grandson is on remote and he is a he is six um and it's like how you know i look at him like i asked him how does that even work how, how can that how can we how can how do you deal with that and i mean the answers the answers are it's, it it he's doing the best he can and and, and it's a struggle and it's a struggle and luckily luckily uh in in that case uh there's a parent at home all the time so they're so they've they've managed to figure out how to take care of his needs um and because there's one home at all times, they actually have a couple other kids who come and work with them. I, I, and I think that, but it's clearly changed how that, it's clearly changed how those folks work. So let me, let me, let me just go to the data because we haven't talked too much about this, about the household survey yet. Yes, the unemployment rate fell to 6.7% from 6.9%. That's that. that 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 on the top line looks pretty looks pretty good. We all we all kind of like that. The number of people unemployed fell by three hundred twenty six thousand workers. The problem being, the number of people of our population over age sixteen who are uh, who are out of the labor force rose by five hundred sixty thousand workers. The number of people who are employed, which had jumped up really dramatically in the October survey, like 2.2 million, fell 
just a little bit, 74,000. And what, what happened was, I think, I, to be, it's tempting to say this. I don't know that this is true. But it's tempting to say that maybe the October number was a bit of uh, a sampling problem that got got wiped out uh, or corrected uh, in the November numbers. But, again, the the differences here, the, the labor force participation rate, which was at 63.2% of the population in November of 2019, is now at 61.5, seven months after the start of this recession, or eight months after the start of this recession. Now eight months. And, and all the progress that had been made throughout the throughout the, the this this administration some credit for the increase in labor force participation that's happened over the last four years by pushing the Fed to be accommodative by uh, the, the the tax the uh, tax cut and jobs act uh, um, I think by, I think by deregulation, I think there are a number of ways in which they can take some credit for that up to February. That's all been eliminated. We're back to levels that we had five years ago. Um, and it's really tough. Some of that, I, again, I would argue, I don't have the drill down data to look at, uh, look at female labor force participation versus male uh, and maybe divide it out by education level, which is way I can look at that. That's a very serious issue. Another issue that uh, I tell you what I'm going to I'm going to wait on that one until after the break. But I, one of the things that I do want to emphasize is that that you know we're seeing we're seeing decreases in the unemployment rate in in many of the various categories demographically so that uh, uh, black or African-American unemployment fell by half a percent, but it's still at 10.3% versus 56 a year ago. Uh, Hispanic unemployment is double what it was a year ago, now at 8.4%. Uh, uh, Asian is up to 6.7 from 2.6. They've all fallen, true, but that doesn't necessarily mean those folks have found jobs. That may very well be simply that they have exited the labor force, perhaps because they've got they've got childcare duties, or maybe just that they are more averse to to what's happening with the infection rates uh, relative to other populations. We're going to talk more about that after these messages. Be right back with more of Job Saturday, King Banyan Show, Business fourteen forty. The Business VIP Club and New American Funding want to pay your mortgage next year. This is Tom Matiney from New American Funding, and I'm excited to be the sponsor of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we'll pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. That's extra money to take a family vacation, put in a pool, or help a friend in need. Enter once a day from now through December 20th at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle from the Business VIP Club and me, Tom Matiney, at New American Funding. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. 
I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. Staff Sergeant Alex. I'm Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member and of... And I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah. I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't seem to find. At Business 1440, we simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Business VIP Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.